0: and our life together. No matter what the weather, we gon' shine forever. No matter how clever they try to sever our ties, ties. We found by the ties that bind. My life for your life and our life together. No matter what the weather, we gon' shine forever. No matter how clever they try to sever our ties, ties. We found by the ties that
1: bind. Thank you for joining me for episode number 18.
2: Mucho, mucho. I'm Amor.
1: And before we get started, if you live in the Atlanta area, Holla at my boy Dave at Road Ready Mobile Detail and Oil Change where success is the only option. You could reach him at 770-882-5011 or email him at dave84 at getready slash or check him out on his brand new website www.getready slash roadready.com For anyone living in the Louisiana area, Baton Rouge, New Orleans—all my friends down there dealing with this quarantine. Uh, stay safe and stay in the house. And a way to stay safe and stay in the house is order a pizza from Pizza Hut. They have a deal going on right now: $9.99 large pizza, up to three toppings, delivery or carryout. Tell them Paul from I Am Astrology sent you. With that, let's begin. The first time I heard about Walter Mercando, Mercado Mercado, was uh, from my co-host,
2: Claudia. (laughs) Yes,
1: but uh, I never looked into him. They recently had a documentary on Netflix, um, the Legend of Walter Mercado. It sparked a lot of buzz. I wanted to see what everyone was talking about, so I sat down to watch it. And before I watched it, I looked up his chart, you know, to see what it, who I was looking at. And I looked it up on Astro. Astro had a chart, you know, it was rated AA, so I went with it. You know, they are all trusted site source, Uh, mind you. I didn't. No, I I didn't know what I was looking at, you know, um, and I didn't know what to expect. But they say it was a famous astrologer. From and, the
2: Hispanic community. From the
1: Hispanic community, and so you know, I'm thinking astrologer, just a regular old person coming. So I push play, <laughs> and wow. That's what I said. That was my first reaction. Um, this he was guy, very flamboyant. huh?
2: He was very flamboyant.
1: Well, yeah, A very he, flamboyant personality. Yeah, it, it, the, it, I'm just talking about the very first scene. You know, they yeah. was yeah. They, they were showing, and this guy he had this big ass cape on, and he was twirling around with all his hair, and he looked feminine, and I was like, wait. What the hell's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> right? Um so I was it took me it shocked me for a quick second when I first saw it. Uh so off top, you know, uh so the the documentary started and uh it started talking and The first red flag for me was when they went to Puerto Rico, started talking about where he was born. Mm -hmm. And they flashed up a year.
3: 1932.
1: Mm -hmm. But on the chart for Astro, they have 1931.
2: Yeah. Wikipedia also has 1932. And I think there's a couple of other websites that talk about him where...
1: It comes out of yes uh, but then uh, there
2: was also that controversy that came out that supposedly supposed to be some astrologer pulled up the, his birth his birth certificate
1: yes but you know and 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 so you most people would say of course well we're going to go with the birth certificate right mm-hmm. but this was a this was not a movie this was a documentary right yes so you would think the people who were doing the documentary would actually do some research on an astrologer who specializes in birthdays.
2: I agree. I agree 100% with what you just said.
1: So, you know, the thing started. All right. Now, the chart for on astro.com has him as a um you have the charcoal though you want to share yes. it in the screen i have it uh they have him as a taurus rising sun a taurus sun with a leo moon
0: um hmm. uh,
1: honestly i can see the leo i can mean, i got. i got. and he has mars and leo as well on that uh on, on the astral chart. In the
2: 1931 chart. Yes, in
1: the 1931 chart. So um, when it comes to the Leo energy, uh, that's really not a red flag right there for me. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. So let me play you something real quick. So they start, they go to his... To his hometown and he starts talking about when he was a little kid. And they and they the first thing they say is this.
3: When I was a child, I was very shy, insecure. My mother was very open protective with me. And I was a dreamer. I was always dreaming.
1: Mm-hmm. Stop I right the- Wait, <laughs> start right there. Start right there. Let me I- ask you something. Let me ask you something. And and be honest with me does shy sound like sun in the first house
2: no absolutely not unless it's I unless it's Virgo I would think
1: but it's Taurus
2: yeah I know I don't think so I don't think so Taurus is a very uh
1: fixed Sun fixed earth yeah stubborn.
2: yeah they, that, they have a pre- they have a presence in the room I would say
1: put that in the first house. You yeah, know? sun and
2: yeah, sun in the house. I don't think is is, is shy. I think sun in the house will, will likely shine, no matter what.
1: That's what I that's what I'm thinking. So, that's a red flag for me, right? And then, what else did he say in that statement?
2: Well, the dream. Well, the for dreamer. Me, the key. Yeah, the key word for me that I associated him immediately with Pisces was the dreamer, which I think is. I would, I would i don't think i would ever put taurus as a dreamer ever in my entire life i mean unless it has like a lot of like pisces influence.
1: Well, well why Why are you talking about pisces because the 1932 uh, yes
2: yes yes what's it, 19- we,
1: we never said when is his birthday they say his birthday is in 1932
2: right right you're right so so the the wikipedia um the wikipedia birth date is march 9th 1932 and then the one that you know that's floating around with the birth certificate after the documentary is the uh, is what i think it's april 22nd 1931 yes, yes. and i just want to add i actually have 19th, I would say no, april
1: 25th april 20, you said 25th
2: april 22 it's april 25th
1: april 25th 1931
2: oh okay well there you go um I have a trusted source that I actually th- that this person you know knew Walter Mercado at one point in their life like you know personally um and I asked you know do you know if this date the 1932 is accurate because you know I, I spoke about you know how there's a person certificate floating around whatever and the person told me that he was very uh secretive about his birthday like he was kind of like very personal about it. He wouldn't really share that with a lot of people, but that he knew for a fact that the birthday would be um that Walter would be turning 88 this year. So it's 2020 subtract 88 and that would give you 1932. And that would
1: 1932?
2: Yeah, that's the 1932.
1: Oh, one. okay. Okay
2: the one that were the, the, the chart that that I agree with that you put up that you pulled up um, when you were like looking through his release and all of that yeah. that's the chart that I agree with where the sun is in Pisces Mars is in Pisces the moon is in Aries in the sixth house
1: Yeah, and so I was just bringing that up so to say the reason we talking about Pisces is because uh, the date that they're saying his birthday is is in Pisces and he just said he was a dreamer as a little kid yeah um, another thing uh, when learning astrology uh, I learned that children are their rising show more of their rising signs until they get toward teenage, and then the sun sign starts coming out and showing, right? I've heard that. What you say?
2: I've heard that too.
1: All right. So I take that into account when I when this part came up.
3: One day, a bird fell in the in the jar, and he was dying. And I took the bird, and I began to. Uh, to pray and to giving life to that bird. A neighbor was watching. And I said, You are going to leave, little bird, you are going to leave. And suddenly the bird started to flap its wing and start to get better and it began to fly. And the lady said, Oh, this boy has the grace of God to help and to heal people.
1: No healing Pisces, uh, Pisces yes uh, I put healing as a water sign mm-hmm. and if you as 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 the sign what what sign rules death and regeneration? Scorpio and as a kid a bird died he brought it back to life and all of a sudden people were coming around trying to touch him because he was known as a healer
2: hmm yeah it goes with the the Scorpio rising
1: Scorpio on the rising side yeah I like how
2: you came up with that I like your interpretation for that thanks
1: bird that died and then he healed it with his arms Isn't that Scorpio? Oh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, well, yeah, well, absolutely. And and what is it? Uh it it Scorpio represent is represented by the Phoenix, isn't it? Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah.
1: Absolutely. So um now at this point, uh I'm really kind of questioning what I'm seeing <laughs> in the chart, right?
2: I would also add I would also add that I think that the the Scorpio rising fits because um, his sexuality was a very secret topic throughout his entire life as an astrologer Um, like no one ever had it confirmed you know that was kind of like a very that was just something that everyone kind of speculated about what his sexuality was about which I think is interesting because of the chart that you pulled up Scorpio rising also
1: deals with, you know, sex and also, you know, Scorpio Scorpio on the ascendant has to be kind of secretive, mysterious, right? Yeah. So yeah. Scorpio rules sex and and all that. Um,
2: yeah, so I think it would give it even more validity. So I I, I, I know I go j- all the way over to the sexuality. You can keep going. Well well
1: actually to, if you wanna stay there, uh hiding um Hiding something, your sexuality, where would the chart I pulled up, where would it put his Saturn in? Um,
2: His Saturn in the fourth, in Aquarius. Saturn Aquarius. Saturn Aquarius, I guess, can be a little bit like unconventional and more, you know, LGBTQ friendly as a sign.
1: (laughs) Speaking of, uh, let me. Let me see if I can find that part. Speaking of Aquarius, being in uh, Saturn and Aquarius.
2: Mm-hmm. He used to, in the documentary, he used to do that. As, you know, there's shows, shows photos. Um, hopefully, none of our, hopefully, most of our listeners have already seen the documentary. Um, but they do uh, show photos. I, I mean, even like it is later in his later life you could see him he would clearly visibly wear makeup right mm-hmm. um which in the Scorpio rising chart he'd have his son in the fifth house so you know it, it, it would that 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 drama of like how you how you appear and whatnot. Uh, oh. but he would wear makeup and in, and in his early life his mom was very approving of him
1: I'm glad just I'm glad you I'm glad you said his mom hold that <laughs> thought right there
3: Oh, Father and I stay with my mother, playing the piano and reading books. Everything about me was different.
1: This part right here. Now you're talking about Saturn and Aquarius, right?
3: Everything about me was different. Yeah, <laughs> I can identify with that. But... My mother said, "If you're different, go on being different. Don't worry about that. To be different is a gift. To be ordinary is common."
1: Yeah. That part right there stood out to me as well.
2: Yeah,
1: me too. Um, being different—if you look at the chart for Astro, that would put his Saturn in a Capricorn
3: mm-hmm.
1: yeah. and in the ninth house. I kind of could could see—I could kind of go with. The Saturn ninth house issue as far as beliefs and all of that. Religion stuff. and astrology.
2: Really yeah, And
1: astrology. and well, it, but it's not really a Capricorn issue. Being different,
2: yeah, being different, I would say as an Aquarius
1: issue. But his his different was really, really different Accenture. in the times that yeah. And to be feminine like in that time. In the 40s, 50s? In the 40s, 50s, and so all that stuff. And it was shocking and totally different.
3: Yeah.
1: Um. Also, going back to the one I, I did, if you put Saturn and Aquarius in the fourth house, what he did at home was hidden different he didn't share it
2: what he did at home oh okay okay yeah so basically what he
1: sexuality yes yes
2: yes Yes. right so he didn't share with the public he only kind of allowed himself to be whatever sexual you know whatever he ascribed to always at home basically in his private life
1: also staying on the home front um being in Puerto Rico being different like that he was different in his home land fourth house
3: mm-hmm. yeah
2: and 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 not to mention that he's you know Puerto Rico I know I think it's a part of the United States territory one up but it's it's a very like latin caribbean um, place state you know it's it's, it's, it's Latino it's very uh, populated with you know like Spanish speaking people Um, the culture is a little bit more Caribbean I would say and and it's a little bit more it's like it's like gays have been repressed in the United States for a really long time but in Hispanic communities they're like even more repressed you know so you have to hide it even more yeah
1: yeah and so another thing, so let me move on. So we, we, uh, he's different in his own land. And then he starts, they start about his early life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, he talks about going off to school.
3: University of Puerto Rico, I began dancing classes. I just have a passion for dancing.
1: That part right there. Pisces dancing feet, passion for dancing, acting, and stuff like that. Son, now, Son the but I could make an argument for acting and stuff for Taurus, arts and stuff like that. You know, I can I could look at the astro chart and be like, yeah. Okay, I could see uh, a double Taurus, you know, but if you put that Pisces Sun in the fifth house, and what did you say Pisces rule? Feet. But also keep in mind his
2: Venus is in Taurus in the chart that you that you pulled up. Oh, yeah, Venus in Taurus in the March ninth, nineteen thirty two chart. He, you know, Sun in Pisces, Venus in Taurus, which would go very well with him loving art.
1: And. Is Venus exalted in Taurus? No, no Venus no. is Venus rules, yeah, Venus, rules Venus rules Taurus. Venus rules Taurus.
2: It's exalted in Pisces, but 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 it also yeah. but there's also a, a there's also a is it a sextile between Venus and Pisces and um, uh, Taurus and and, and Pisces? The sextile, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. So he has a passion for acting. Dancing and all that—that's a fifth house thing. Loving to be on stage and stuff like that. Um, Pisces, acting—you uh, haven't
2: even—you yeah. haven't even mentioned his uh, uh, midheaven is in the tent in Leo, and it's conjunct his Jupiter, like exactly conjunct his Jupiter. At
1: 13 degrees in Leo well that well that's why I was saying you know people would if you look at the astro chart you could say okay I could see his Leo moon but if uh, that you know if you look at his cape his hair all the it's all like royal in Leo and if you think about it that was just his uh, public appearance yeah tenth house outward, outwardly you know um the astral chart we'll, we'll, leah would be fourth house so he would be more of a showmanship showman probably at home at home yeah. than you know um out on the world stage i would say
2: I agree with you. I agree with you. I I love this chart that you uh, that you kind of created with your you know the right I think I think it fits it perfectly. Um, I don't know him but based on what I've read about him you know just watching his documentary and watching him when I was younger that that all that all his planets, especially Mars in the fifth I mean it's so indicative of him being so dreamlike actor like
1: some of the things other things that stood out was all of a sudden he was he had a 30-year career and then all of a sudden he was off of TV and that was pretty much the subject of the uh, show yeah. of why he was the reason he was off from TV. Uh did you was you was you watching him at that time when he
2: Well, I'm a lot younger. <laughs> I'm a lot younger. I started watching him when I was six. When I came um when I came to this country from Cuba, um he was always in like the five o'clock like segment um in television. There's this uh channel called Univision. And it was always it was on religious so that was probably one of my first experiences, like watching me would come on and speak in Spanish. When you know, say the horoscope of the day, everything that they described in the documentary, it was it was great. But you were literally.
1: But I'm a- I'm asking, do you remember the when he just all of a sudden just disappeared?
2: Yeah, well, hmm, not really because I kind of he disappeared one in 2006. Like
0: uh, in 2006, yes. I
2: was I was already a little bit more like grown ish I was probably already like in my teenage years, and I and I didn't really watch you know Spanish TV with my with my parents that much anymore. Oh, alright. Yeah. All right. But. So yeah. But yeah, he, he he aged. He aged in front of the television, or rather like I think he like tried not.
1: So so yeah, uh, so there's a lot of things that that also went on in the episode. um, It was a big, he, hopefully I'm not ruining it for anybody, but, uh, you know, he lost the rights to his name and all that stuff. And uh, if you look at, and I started playing with this chart I made and I started playing with the transits and stuff like that. And, you know, uh, if you use, If you look at some of the dates, um, primary dates, and use the timing, you could kind of see, well, you will see how uh, this stuff uh, matched up. I mean, he has Chiron in the seventh, Chiron, the wounded healer, seventh house relationships, you know, uh, so uh, 12th house. Our undoing. His twelfth house is Libra. <laughs> his,
2: undoing, <laughs> you know, his undoing came from a legal matter, basically.
1: Um, yes, you know. Um. Yeah. Uh, his bonded relationships. He was bonded. His, his uh, you look at eighth house is Gemini, and and his siblings' kids was his family.
2: Yep.
1: And and his assistant yeah um, some say that wasn't his assistant but, <laughs> but he uh, <laughs> but he
2: was very clear he, he really cl- uh, clarified
1: that <laughs> in the hmm. documentary. oh I, I got a question for you there was another part in the documentary um when the assistant what's it you remember his name
2: uh, oh my goodness.
1: anyway the assistant opened up the cabinet drawer i mean you know in the kitchen and it was full of vitamins, vitamins yeah. and all of that stuff which means there you go virgo sixth house you know uh, well his sixth house is aries but moon air uh, what's that Uranus? You're,
2: yeah, Uranus is also in the sixth house, and Mercury yeah. is in the sixth house at zero degrees. But I actually want to say something. I think, you know, at the beginning, you you put on that clip where it says that, you know, he was like a healer and he would heal with his hand. Um, Moon in the sixth also has a need to heal. I agree. Moon in the sixth could also be a healer. A, a, a very, a very, it's a super dignified healer, I would say.
1: I I would agree. Virgo is
2: another side of meaning I would.
1: Um By the way, just to be fair, uh the astral chart would have Aries on the 12th which would be disputes as well. So, you know, just to be fair. But when you start lining up doing the timing techniques and stuff like that it doesn't it's not lining up well it didn't line up for me uh although y'all out there could try it yourself but (laughs) you know um is it is there something else that kind of stood out to you that you want to speak about about walter um, yeah, on the
2: on the documentary. On well, honestly, well, I actually I was surprised to learn about the whole uh, legal dispute. I, I didn't know about that um, previously, but um, it's not so much something that stood out. To me, though though it does, um, especially because you know it's, it's astrology and everybody always thinks that astrology you know can come with some bad news. Um, but what I what I can relate to, and what really what I, what I love the most about what was said about him is that he never had a negative thing to say, and he always had something positive to say. Um, in all of his um episodes or segments on TV or anything that he did with astrology, every time he spoke to a person, you know, and, or he delivered, you know, his monologues and whatnot, he was very positive in his in, in his mental uh, frame how
1: Ah, that stood out to me as well i like that aspect of yeah
2: yeah and i mean for me like um i mean i don't i don't want to say that you know i don't i don't also want to like ascribe to denial you know like i understand the negativity exists you know in the world but i do like um that he came a lot from like a, a positive point of view rather than some astrologers would say, Oh, well, you know, this is good this is good or this is bad or this is fortunate or this is, you know, unfortunate. At least that's how it was practiced, you know, in ancient and Vedic astrology, it's really how it's practiced. But I I don't necessarily like saying this is good or bad. So I rather you know, I I, I really like that. That was the part that I liked the most. That he always had something positive to say. and people love that. That's why he that's why he was so loved, I would say.
1: Uh, one other thing that stood out to me was uh, he kind of worked himself to death (laughs) sort of yeah and Aries as far as you know keep going Um, yeah Uh, by the way if y'all want to know some of the dates I used to for my timing um, August 3rd 1969 his first show o- October 3rd 2006 his last show June 7th 1995 the contract was drawn up against him uh, the contract that he lost his name he signed the contract on August 4th, 1995. Uh, he actually signed his life away. Uh, that would be uh, six. He became a slave. Oh, in the sixth um,
2: house. Oh, wow. Yeah.
1: Okay. I also used uh, January, around January 2012, he went to the Cleveland uh, Clinic. clinic after a heart attack, but he had the heart attack like in December, a few days before he went to the clinic. Also, uh, those were the main dates. He was Mr. Uh, Television Award in 1986. May of 2019, they started celebrating his career. Uh, You can check some of the trends that's going on. Doing that, that. That's oh.
2: interesting. That's interesting because in May of 2018, um, Uranus went into Taurus. So it's translating his seven.
0: Yeah.
1: um January 12th, he lost the lawsuit against the company that took his name. Oh, uh, yeah. Did I, yeah, I said October. January March. 12th, what? January huh? 12th, what? actually January 12 January 20,
2: 2012
1: oh January 2012 yeah January 2012 he lost the lawsuit six years after his last show oh another thing that, that stood out to me um, I think one of his nieces or somebody in his family said he died twice really yeah uh he died he died the first time he died was during that heart attack
2: oh yeah 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 I, I, I actually
1: yeah and the second time he died was well, the, so the he good. had a near
2: death experience
1: yeah Scorpio yeah. Uh,
3: Scorpio right yeah
1: yeah Death and rebirth, regeneration. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well. Now, after watching all that stuff and and going, you know, uh, I I never really I don't know that much about the Hispanic community, uh, Latino community. I, Matter of fact, how do y'all like to be addressed?
2: <laughs> um, I guess it really just depends on the person. I, I usually always say, like, you know, Spanish. Um, I just, I use that term. I'm
1: how do you feel about la- Latino? Latino?
2: Yeah, I like Latino, too. Latino, Latina, um, then X, <clears> you know. For not gender
1: huh. So after watching this and uh it led me to have a couple of questions uh, and hopefully with you being in that community you can shed some light on it.
2: all right here we go paul is a question the question master
1: <laughs> yeah so my first question to you go easy, was, you go know, easy on me please <laughs> you know well well you know you always Walt, uh, Walter was your guy. I never looked him up, and and after watching him and watching the story, why why did he's kind of your hero? Uh, well,
2: I would.
1: What do you look up uh, to? Look up, okay, um, well,
2: I would say. Uh, I would say basically what I asked earlier, um, like he was very positive. Um, the fact that you know, he just, he, he was just it. Like he, he didn't care about anything about it. You know, he was just himself through and through, always. Um, I think that he maintained the same personality, you know, um, outside of, of the camera and you know, in front of the camera all the time. Like I think he was very good at that. Um, And he seemed like a very joyous person. He seemed like somebody that really shed a lot of light and positivity everywhere he went. And that, to me, is something that I really look up to because that's something that I can relate with. Those are the type of people that I want in my life. Those are the type of heroes that I want to have, I would say.
1: Speaking of uh, relating, (laughs) well... um... (laughs) <laughs> when 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 i when i watched it uh my all went off. <laughs> not saying i have a strong one but uh <laughs> i was like wait what's going on um but but
3: well, you know so
1: on the thing well, on on the documentary he denied well let's it. say
2: okay let's just start let's just start by saying this um for anyone that's watching that that's the, I would say sexuality is very fluid right so is genders genders are also become a uh, fluid. genders also become a fluid thing but um yeah sexuality is very fluid and um yeah he never admitted to being gay even though even though I think it's interesting because in the documentary you know they have some people that speak about him um uh, like I like, against commentators and whatnot. And they just kind of, you know, they automatically they start talking about him as if he was gay. Because so that's just what everybody was speculating. But he never admitted. He, he literally said it. He's like, oh, I have back to the trees, with the wind,
0: with this that
1: So uh, with that being said, uh, what is your, you mind telling people what you Okay, well, I, I
2: identify I identify as a queer person. Um, you know, obviously somebody that's not um, straight. I don't really like categories and labels. I never really have. Um, maybe that's a Saturn and Aquarius thing. I also share the same placement. Um, huh. But I do definitely...
1: According yes, to my chart. Yes,
2: <laughs> according to your chart. Um, but I definitely do identify, you know, with a, with a queer uh, title, I guess.
1: Um, okay now with that being said and out the way how do you think it was for him coming up in your community at that time well why do you think he didn't admit it
2: okay I can't okay I'm I cannot uh, completely wholeheartedly speak for him but I I can say that like I said earlier um, being gay or just not being a heterosexual in the Hispanic community is a very difficult thing. Um, there's a lot of hush-hush. Religion plays a huge, huge factor um, in, in in how, you know, Hispanics judge you. Um, the Hispanic community tends to take on uh, a, a very, like, uh, like, men are supposed to be kind of like machista, you know, the macho, the... The the, the typical traditional male figure, you know, you you go to work, you you do, you know, you do things for your wife, like you take on that typical male role. Right. And so for for a Hispanic father to know that, you know, his son might be gay, that is a huge abomination. Um, And it's something that's not talked about very openly.
1: Do you think it's worse for women I mean, men than women.
2: I think it might be worse for women than men. I think for men, but but this is all around. Um, simply because I think our like our world lives like on the patriarchal. Well,
1: the, the reason I'm asking because you said because you were like, oh, my son is not gonna be able to. Do um.
2: Okay, <laughs> this is a very it is a very uh, tricky uh, tricky topic. Okay. All right it's looked down on for men a lot but with women it's like there's less i mean i don't know the statistics for real but i think that there's less women that will actually you know come out to their family as you know being gay or whatever in a hispanic household than you know than a guy it's neither are accepted like it's like it's like they both have a hard time being accepted. But but the female, especially, I mean, especially if the female looks very feminine. Like if a, if a woman that looks very feminine says to, you know, in a Hispanic household, I'm a lesbian or I'm gay or I'm bisexual or whatever. It's like, oh, how could that be? You don't look. Like you're gay. You know, that's like the first thing that they say. You don't, you know, you don't look like like a boy or you don't look like you dress like a boy. You look very feminine. So even even that is, is something that is important. It's a very difficult thing to kind of, like, you know, go around.
1: So you could see why he hit it all his life.
2: Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially what you said. He was, you know, he was born in the 30s and the 40s and the 50s. I mean, he was a very, very eccentric person. And, 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 and back to your original question, that's another reason why I look up to him. Because he was so eccentric and he still put on the makeup. He still went out there. He didn't care what anyone said. He just, he was himself through and through and that to me is very admirable very 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 admirable Um, but yeah I I know that it was probably very difficult and even in even in the documentary the fact that you know like he doesn't address it head on um, which I don't know why he doesn't address it head on but it could be you know Scorpio Rising But, but even him not addressing it head on kind of indicates that it could still be something that like towards like his last you know his last moments in life was something hard for him to speak about, or, or, or something hard for him to even like kind of confront. Huh. His his nieces say that you know everybody always speculated, and you know they accepted him for who he was. But if you think about it, even in that documentary, which occurred you know months before his death, he still could not straightforwardly answer that question.
1: And his his assistants say wait they always stayed in the same room and all that stuff.
2: <laughs> but his assistants um, said that they didn't do anything
1: either. Yeah, they ain't doing anything. Uh, uh switching a little bit because you just you spoke on it slightly. Last show, um, you said um, when you came here, you had to pick, it's pretty much pick a religion in a party. Mm-hmm. Uh. Is Cubans the only island people that have to do this? And why did y'all have to, why do you have to do that?
2: Um, well, no, I just, I said that because, you know, Cuba is, is, a, is a communist country. Um, when I was growing up, it was a communist religion, regime, uh, dictatorship, and mm-hmm. you can only believe in Fidel Castro. And that's it, you know, you couldn't believe in God, you couldn't practice uh, whatever religion you wanted to practice, you could not practice any religion. There was no political party because Fidel Castro was it. Like that was, that was it. That was your your. That was the, the god.
1: <laughs> is the Puerto is Puerto Rico under the same thing? No, I mean Puerto Rico. Oh, right. Puerto Rico
2: is part of the United was, States. Uh, <laughs> it's a hey. territory.
1: Hey, I, I'm not. I, I never claim to be. You know.
2: <laughs> no, I know you're
1: not.
2: I know you're not a geographer, but. <laughs> but yeah, you no. Know, I mean, if Puerto Rico is not part of the United States, I mean, I, I'm not sure what could happen um yeah. i know that um there's other i mean you know china china's a communist country um
1: how about how about uh the islands or uh, 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 is cuba the only communist cuba
2: I, yeah i think in the, in the islands cuba might be the only one um i don't think there's there's communism in haiti i just know that, you know it's a very it's a third country uh, DR was under uh, a dictatorship once. Uh, Dominican Republic, a very long time ago. Uh, Nicaragua has currently been going through some stuff. Um, Venezuela with Maduro and Chavez.
1: Uh, do do those countries look uh, push uh, no religion type stuff?
2: Um, I can't one hundred percent speak on it because you know I, I'm uh, from there, but. Um, yeah, I mean they kind of have a, a, a similar I mean for sure Venezuela has a similar model to Cuba but because I mean Chavez and Castro were very, very good friends and look at look at what's happened to Venezuela now. I mean it's 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 really bad over there right now. The situation is very, very bad. Um so yeah, I would say I would say that if they're not right now in terms of religion, then eventually they will be. You know, they might not have that freedom. But
1: um, now, the Latino community as a whole, how do you see, uh, religion and spirituality within inside that community?
2: Um, I would see it as, I mean, I think it's an it's a necessity. Um, I think spirituality is within, um, religion is without. Um, I think it's, it's, it's necessary to be in tune with, your spirituality um your spirit and so you know i know that there there's i know that in the hispanic community religious religion is a very big thing um and so i don't think that they go hand in hand i don't think that in order for you you know for you to be a spiritual person you need to walk inside of a temple or or a church Mm. but i think in you know in those places where it's more oppressed um spirituality and nurturing your spirit if, if you even have you know the ability to do so, given the circumstances that you're in, I think it's very necessary and probably the only thing to keep someone, you know sane in a way. Everyone's huh. got to believe in something, right?
1: Yeah uh, yeah, huh. Even the atheists, who say they don't believe, you actually believe and not believing.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I like that. Yeah. Even yeah. the atheists, um, they believe in not believing.
1: Yeah. Speaking of not believing, um, when I was a kid, I had, you know, a few Latino friends and I heard of something called Santeria. How, how is it? Santeria? Yeah, Santeria. What is Santeria. that?
2: Santeria. Santeria is, um, I, I am also not an expert on this. Um, this is just, you know, things that I, I've, I've heard and I've seen, you know, growing up. Um, mm-hmm. I, I don't, that's not something that I practice, but I know I do have friends that practice Santeria. Um, Santeria, I believe, comes from, I to say Nigeria, the Yoruba religion, um, mm-hmm. traditional Ifa. Um It's basically, you know, worshiping saints. Um, Yamaya, the saints of the ocean, um, Chango. There's a lot of different things, and um, they practice it, you know, doing different things like such as offerings and you know, things like that, um, prayer, rituals, a lot of ceremonial um, events.
1: Is there uh, other things like like on that level?
2: There's also sacrifices. I I, I know that um I know that there's different uh some categories, I believe, within Santeria. Um some people will do sacrifices, you know, animal sacrifices, others will not. Um there's it, it, it's different levels to it, but yeah, it's it's a very it's a very interesting um it's very interesting.
1: Is there is there any is there other things like San, Santeria that, that they may your community may be into?
2: Um I w- that my community might, may be into I'm not sure I will say that one of the things that is very similar to Santeria is Haitian Voodoo mm,
1: Voodoo Haitian Voodoo no, yeah no.
2: Haitian Voodoo I'm from
1: New Orleans now you know that's true yeah you
2: are but well but, but Voodoo I mean if I had to if I had to compare Santeria to something I would compare to Voodoo it's just a different Voodoo is they do it differently you know they have their own customs I'm sure but both of them are very similar in the way that you know that that it's practiced I think it's a little bit more occult Hmm.
1: Uh, is the would you say the Latino community is superstitious I I would
2: maybe yeah maybe in that regard in the the Santeria regard
1: no I'm just saying in general I mean you know because because if you think about uh, astrology yeah you know and he uh, Walter was big speaking of how, how does your community look at astrology now? Uh, or, or how do you see astrology you? um are they embracing it or are they you know
2: I think yeah well definitely um well I think a lot I think the entire world currently is embracing astrology um there's definitely a wave coming New, the new age wave um, and I do think a lot more uh, Spanish-speaking people and Hispanic people are, are embracing astrology. Walter, you know, in my experience, Walter Mercado was one of the few Latino astrologers that I've ever known about. Um, i probably say he might have been the only one I was growing up, and I know and I, just, I have a. I was
1: just about to ask. Do you know any? Any? No. Man?
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, through social media on Instagram and stuff like that. But you know, someone that made it to that, like you know, stardom, um, or that, that that was you know on a TV, talking about astrology in the '90s and in the early 2000s. Mm-hmm. I don't know anyone other than Walter that has done that. So he was, I think, I think he was really a trailblazer, which again goes with his moon in Aries, a trailblazer, a pioneer.
1: Yeah. There you go. There you go. There you go. Um, huh. Interesting. (laughs) Um, how did you feel when you heard that they did a documentary on your...
2: oh my god honestly I will say I had like this moment where I was like wow this is really happening um when I started um when I got into astrology like when when astrology was presented again in my life because I've known about astrology obviously you know like since I was six and I would watch Walter, but I don't remember as a child you know how that made me feel um I just remembered, you know, at 22, somebody spoke to me about my sign and I was completely enamored with it and I had to dive in and, and I loved it, which is in one of your episodes. Um, but I think that when I, when, when I had astrology come back into my life, um, a lot of my friends, as I was talking about it, like I would go on and talk and talk and nonstop, a lot of my friends started calling me Walta you know because like as like a play as like a play on words of like you know Walter like Walter Mercado you know they would be like oh you sound yeah. like Walter Mercado you know and i talking about astrology so that kind of stuck to me um, it was one of it was one of the ways that Walter was born and um you know when his documentary was released to me it was kind of like this aha moment it was like wow if Walter Mercado could have a documentary you know made about him and astrologer like what are the possibilities for me or for any other astrologer in the future, you know? It's one of those things that's like, wow, like, astrology, my favorite subject in the world and somebody's, there's a documentary about someone on it, you know? It can't get better than that.
1: Did you, how, how the watching the documentary, um, did watching the documentary, you may have had an idea of his, uh, Homosexuality, but was that confirmation for you?
2: Um, some of the comments that he made, you know, were kind of questionable. But <laughs> I can't. Do ask-
1: you believe? Him? Do you believe him?
2: Um, honestly, yes, uh, he- I mean, I don't want to. I don't want
1: to. He said he, he said a virgin. He said he was a virgin.
2: He did. He did say he was a moon vir- in the sixth. Virgo is you know six houses. The Virgo house, virgin.
1: Hmm. Mm, good point. Good yes. point. Yes. Good point. Way to pull that one yes. out.
2: But um. Okay. I
3: don't.
2: <laughs> did I think? Did I believe him? I don't. I don't know. And 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 I feel bad saying that I don't know because I technically should. But mm. I'm not sure. You know. And it goes back to that question. Like, you know, he was he he was born in such a a a, a, a time where like that was so. A cult. Like, being gay was not something that was just so easily done. And so, I, I like to think that maybe perhaps, you know, he had a very difficult time, like, stating it because of that. But at the same time, I'm no one to say that, like, you know, he wasn't gay. Or that he was gay, you know? If he says that he wasn't, or if he doesn't want to admit to it, or even talk on the subject, then that's on him. I, I totally respect it.
0: But I, I,
2: I thought, you know, I mean... A lot of people have thought, you know, their entire life that he was not 100% heterosexual. I have, you know, family of mine, friends of mine. It's, it's kind of been talked about, you know? It's a Miami topic. There's a lot of parodies and comedy shows where, like, you know, he was kind of made fun of, it, and I it in
3: that in the documentary. Hmm.
1: Interesting. Um... What is the? Give me a. What do you want to leave the people with? Mucho it, mucho amor. No, <laughs> no, no, not that. Yeah, but what is your? Give me a a, a final thought. Sum it
2: up.
1: Uh... Some 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 Walter. Ricardo up for for me from your from your perspective
2: on what a, a, a summary on what on him on the documentary
1: on him just I want because I don't want the last thing we talk about oh him, is uh,
2: his sexuality
1: his, his sexuality
2: yeah he inspired
1: because 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 uh, he was more than that that was just a aspect of. Uh, Oh, he man.
2: was he was more than that um, he was an inspiration and I think he still is I think he's an inspiration for 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 everyone and anyone that has ever wanted to do something but that might have been scared to do it because of what other people might think I think he was an inspiration um, to those people I think I think he inspired everyone to to be a beacon of light and, and Someone that that could just, you know, shine and and, and have a smile on their face and say a a word of kindness and positivity. Um, But more than anything, I think he was very inspiring for anyone that might feel like that they're different to just accept their differences and just just be, you know. It's okay to be different, like his mom said. To be
3: different
1: it's boring to be ordinary sometimes it's boring it's boring to be ordinary it is it's boring to be ordinary
2: Uh and and you know what i think walter really and 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 with that documentary i think he i think he really was able to like uh fly his freak flag and that's one of the things that i like the most that he flew his freak flag so brilliantly
1: as a north node as a aquarius north node
2: you um, <laughs> not me <yeah. laughs>
1: me no m- yes. me well well you have saturn in, in aquarius and venus and mars <laughs> yeah. but i also have venus uh conjunct uranus
2: oh okay okay
1: me personally yes. my chart yes. uh and so that that's another reason probably why that statement really resonated with me and I wrote it down.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: you know, uh, I really felt that statement that he, that, you know, that his mom said. Yeah. To be unique is a, a gift.
2: To be unique is a gift. And to be, um, and to be able to, and to be able express to it. express that gift um, even when everyone is telling you not to, or when they
1: look unapologetically,
2: unapologetically yes, yes, oh, that was really sad. Yes. Um, man.
1: um. Any last words, Claudia?
2: Other than a lot, a lot of love. Um. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, no, just you know, th- I, I, I really, I really enjoyed this episode. It was, uh, it was warm. You know, it was close to my heart. And um, I, Walter's an inspiration for me, you know, his background I can relate to, um, his sexuality or lack of, I can relate to, his uniqueness I can relate to, so I really enjoyed um, looking at his chart, I enjoyed the delineation that you came up with, and the chart that you came up with, I, I really um, dig it. And yeah, thank you so much to everyone that has tuned in and everyone that keeps tuning in.
1: Matter of fact, uh, if anybody want to try to pull that chart up, uh, it's March 9th, 1932, 10.22 p.m., Ponce, Puerto Rico. Um, I'd like to thank y'all for joining us for episode number 18.
2: Mucho, mucho amor. <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh, also, don't forget my friend Dave at Road Ready Mobile Detail and Oil Change, where success is the only option. Uh, phone number 770 882 5051. Email Dave84 at get slash roadready.com and uh, email uh, website www.getready slash roadready.com. All my peeps in Louisiana, Southern Louisiana, don't forget the nine ninety nine. 99 Pizza Hut
2: special. Gotta
1: love that pizza. Um, yeah. Hey, hey, you gotta stay safe and away from people in, in these times. And and Louisiana is a hot spot. So, so it's Miami. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh I wanna thank y'all again.
2: Thank
1: you, Paul. And as I and I, I end this the same, know thyself and balance your energy. <laughs>
0: Think about the shit that I do People I knew I think about the chances I blew What's left to do Nothing can change this for me So I gotta get rich and stay away from penalty Can't you see? What kind of man would I be? If I thought I could But couldn't freak this industry I'd be rough like a frog Couch like fog If rap was the WB I'd be the frog Remember Y'all don't really wanna see my temper When I storm like a Range Rover All up in your center I enter through the back with a sack And it's a sad fact That you got to stay strapped in this rap but I know how to make y'all act make Cause your I roll with automatic tactics And say hi like some addicts It's a fact, it's just the method of my madness Disrespect if it it's sad my life or your life and our life together No matter what the weather, we gon' shine forever No matter how clever they try to sever our ties Ties, we bound by the ties they bind My life or your life and our life together No matter what the weather, we Shine forever, no matter how clever they try to sever our ties, ties we found by the ties that bind